Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I am thrilled to have with us today Johnny Price of WeFunder. This is going to be such an exciting conversation to talk about investment crowdfunding from someone inside the tent at the largest regulation crowdfunding uh, portal on the planet. Uh, we're excited to have him. Help me welcome Johnny Price. Johnny, welcome to the show. Thanks, Devin. Great to be here, man. Well, it's it's a thrill for us to have you. We're excited. Uh, you know, you have been at WeFunder for a long time now, and so you've seen the growth in in at WeFunder. You've seen the growth in the industry. How does it feel to see this vision realized? At, you know, like in real time, it's happening now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, right? I I think about that a lot. Um, I've been at WeFunder now since 2018, which is you know. Uh, actually, in the second half of WeFunder's history, right? So we, the company was founded back in 2012, went through Y Combinator in 2013. As you know, the regulation crowdfunding laws were rolled out by the SEC in 2016. So I'm kind of pretty late to the WeFunder party, but yeah, I have now been here for five and a half years um, since early 2018. And it's just really cool. Um, you know, in the day, it's always, you know, looking at the growth charts and trying to, trying to accelerate the growth, right, as you are. And we're trying to, you know, help more entrepreneurs and get more people angel investing in startups as quickly as possible. Um, but if you step back and look at the the kind of um, the trajectory over a five-year time span, you know, when I joined that the cap was 1.07 million, you know, we would screw up a company's cap table by putting hundreds of people on it. You know, we were probably doing like a couple of hundred thousand dollars of investment volume a month. We have this Slack channel at WeFunder where you see all these, the investments come in in real time. And if there's an, a note from an investor, then we see what the investor note says. The best Slack channel ever created in the history of Slack. Um, and, you know, you'd wait like hours between investments happening uh, in February of 2018, right? Um, and so, and then, you know, you fast forward, we were kind of growing for a few years. And then, as you know, the March 2021 rule changes to Reg CF, where the SEC increased the cap to 5 million, allowed for SPVs to roll investors to one line in the cap table, allowed for tests and orders to help companies launch and start fundraising immediately without needing to get a, a CPA review or audit done. So all of those things were a massive kind of catalyst to the space. Um, in 2022, we rolled out communityround.com and, and the concept and the brand of a community round, which we really like that kind of framing. And then we just have more and more, um, you know, really world-class um, startups now that are choosing to let their customers and community invest. Um, companies like Substack, you can see behind me, Mercury, Replit, um, Levels, Arrived, um, raising large VC-led rounds and then opening it up an allocation of those rounds because they think it will delight their customers if their customers have a chance to invest in them. And it, there's no better way to build strong community than to let that community own a piece of your startup, even in the Series A or a Series B or whatever. And so, you know, just to see all of those things kind of compounding together. And, you know, I think we did $11 million of, of GMV last month. Um, that's down a little on where it was at the peak in 2021. But even in the last uh, year and a half since, you know, the, the stock market, and if you look at what's happened to venture capital dollars and angel investing dollars in the last year, year and a half, it's massively down. And, you know, investment volume on WeFunder is the last three months are actually year over year up. Um, year to date, we're probably flat. So for us to be flat in a market that's way down, 
we found as a percentage of like venture capital dollars or angel dollars actually continuing to to rise. So yeah, it feels to me like we're in the very, very early innings. Um, we can talk more about that in the future, but certainly if you kind of take a, a long kind of time view of the trajectory and the path we've been on, the progress we've made, it's actually very, very encouraging. It is a really exciting time. Uh, this morning I hosted a, as we recorded this uh, in October, I, I hosted a discussion with uh, Woody Neese, the one of the, I think of him as kind of one of the OGs of yeah. crowdfunding. He helped pass the Jobs Act. And, and he's awesome. Uh, you know, his, yeah, his firm, Crowdfund Capital Advisors, recently announced that their data shows that the industry defined by regulation crowdfunding has done over 2 billion in transactions. That's pretty darn exciting. Uh, cool. I, I'm kind of amazed by that, that, that number. And it suggests that I'm not man. I'm not, that's too, that's too small time. Let's 10 X that that's, uh, you know, let's hunt, let's hundred X that that's, uh, yeah, let's, this is, uh, yeah. innings, inning, inning number one, as you guys say I, here I in America think... with your baseball, baseball sport. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that we can grow this market by a hundredfold. That was yep. the premise of the Super Crowd Inc., right? That, we, that the the market could grow by that much. And as I've thought about yep. it since, I think the potential in the long run is is a thousandfold. Mm -hmm. uh, that through this means this could become such an integral part of the economy that it is the way things are normally done, right? That people go to WeFunder as the way they get all kinds of different capital from the crowd with institutional support coming in through the same channel. Uh, what do you think? Is that crazy to think about this becoming a thousand times bigger than it is? Maybe. I don't know what the, uh, I honestly don't know kind of the, the market size of, you know, angel investing dollars or venture capital dollars or you know, bank bank kind of dollars investing in startups, wherever kind of entrepreneurs are going for, for capital these days. Um, I think I put something out on Twitter recently uh, that was showed WeFunder as a percentage of the VC dollars I was looking at. The source was Carter, I think. Uh, I think WeFunder was 0.25% or something. So that would say, you know, certainly you can 10x that, like maybe 100x that would be, you know, maybe doable. 1000x would be really expanding the market in a way that, you know, it's not necessarily impossible. If you look at like Uber, right? Um, certainly Uber expanded the market for, for taxis. Um, and when we funded, we funded as a public benefit corporation in our charter uh, and some of the early blog posts, our CEO talks about changing the GDP growth rate of America, you know, by basically uh, turning millions and millions of people into angel investors uh, who are, you know, investing in startups and founders they believe in. And so maybe there's a way that this can expand the market. But I think if you look at like, the market of value stage investing might be more in the order of a hundred X than a thousand X. But yeah, uh, certainly whatever the, whatever the number is like a, a much, but, much uh, bigger number than it is today. Yeah. I, I, let me, let me push on you a little bit and see if I can't make a little progress in your heart here. Mm -hmm. A lot of the market for crowdfunded deals is not, and this, we talked about this with Woody this morning. It's not startups. Right. It's small businesses that have yeah. a less 
robust portfolio of capital raising options who may legitimately find that their customer base is the best source of capital. And, yeah. and there are millions upon millions of these businesses across the country, most of whom are not eligible for venture capital. Totally who agree. Could raise. What do you think? Is there a place I totally agree with that. I for just, small businesses I, on WeFunder? Yes, there are. We've we funded hundreds and hundreds of small businesses on WeFunder, and um, I totally agree with you um, that you know Main Street, SMPs, um, you know, as well as high growth tech startups um, are a great fit to to raise capital from their customers and community. I don't know that market size, so if that if that market size is in the trillions, then maybe we can thousand x. Um, but yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that point. And we have debt offerings on WeFunder as well as equity offerings. Oftentimes, if you're a restaurant or a coffee shop or a brewery, it might be a better fit for you to do either a standard loan with a fixed term and a fixed interest rate or a revenue share where you're paying investors back a multiple on the investment as a percentage of revenues. So, um, and yeah, and there's some other great platforms as well. Honeycomb and Mainvest, I know, are, are kind of using regulation crowdfunding um, to get more capital flowing to main, main street businesses as well. So, um, yeah, that's a huge part of the vision, both for WeFunder, I think, and this kind of concept of community investing writ large. Yeah. We, we can't have this conversation without spending a little bit more time talking about Substack. Uh, you know, I, I we stream the show on television first, but it, it we also share it on Substack. And, Your Substack uh, newsletter, which so I subscribe to, yeah, yes, yes. Thank you very much. And uh, and and I, I should note that I am an investor in WeFunder, and I'm thrilled to announce that you are an investor in the Super Crowd Inc. So I'm thrilled about that. That's one of the little great switcheroo there, Devin. Little switcheroo, yeah. But isn't that great? <laughs> isn't that a great part of crowdfunding? But yep. but Substack raised five million bucks in 24 hours on WeFunder. How? In the holy heck did they do that and what's the takeaway what do what do other entrepreneurs learn from that uh when i did my crowdfunding raise i did not raise five million dollars in 24 hours uh what's the takeaway do it on wefunder that's the main takeaway no just kidding that was a joke to be clear um I mean, honestly, I, I don't really think there's a secret when it comes to like running a community around i think the secret is building an incredible company and an incredible product that like, you know, has millions of users that are just so passionate about the brand of Substack and what they stand for in the world, right? Which is like kind of independent, like decentralized journalism um, and, and writing and good writing and promoting that. Um, and so, you know, they built an, an incredible product, right? Um, over many, many years and built an audience of millions of people and so then when they sent an email to that audience saying, hey, you can invest in Substack alongside Andreessen Horowitz, you know, and other VCs, um, then their writers and readers kind of jumped at the chance to do that. And so if you look at all the companies that have raised $5 million in a day on WeFunder, Mercury is another one, really awesome kind of banking um, stack for, for mostly for startups and early stage businesses. Same thing, you know, they raised 120 million Series B in, in 2021 and then opened up a $5 million allocation to let their customers invest and their customers jumped at the chance. Um, so, you know, if you're, a, if you're a coffee shop with one location opening to a second or if you're a restaurant or if you're, 
you know, an early stage consumer packaged goods um, company, you know, and you're doing, you know, 500K in, in kind of annual revenue, you know, and you have a much, much smaller audience, it's not going to, you're not going to be able to raise $5 million in a day, right? Because you have a smaller audience. And so in those cases, okay, let's talk about how you're going to maximize it because you're going to need to pull out all the stops and put in a lot of effort and, you know, really execute on a, on a marketing plan and come up with a great profile page and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so we, we can get into that, but with, with these like explosive $5 million in a day raises, it's really, you have, you have a product, you have a company, you have an, a huge audience and f for a very, very small number of companies, it's yeah, push button, you know, raise $5 million from 5,000 fans that are now even more supercharged as brand ambassadors and loyal customers for Mercury or Substack or whoever it might be. The list of companies uh, that could do that is probably in the hundreds, which would be exciting to see. I mean, imagine if there were hundreds of companies that each yes. year did a $5 million raise. That's That that moves the needle for the industry, moves the needle for WeFunder. But at the same time, you know, we talked about earlier, there are millions of small businesses, many of whom could use crowdfunding. So this is, this is exciting space. It's fun talking to you. Uh, we could do this all day. Let me, we, we need to take a quick break though, folks. Again, um, I'm here with uh, Johnny Price, vice president at WeFunder. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Johnny about his superpowers. So you don't want to miss this. Stick around. Need money for your small business or startup? Learn how to raise capital on your own terms. Renowned attorney Jenny Casson will teach you how to fund your business without selling your soul. She'll share secrets learned over decades of fundraising. November 15th at 1 Eastern. Register today for free at thesupercrowd.com. Want to learn from the world's great changemakers? Find your superpower. Subscribe to the Superpowers for Good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com. Make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world. Join the super crowd today. Superpowers number four, good.com. Join us at Supercrowd Baltimore to connect with community-focused business leaders and investors working to support diverse founders, social entrepreneurs, and community builders. Learn how to raise money from the crowd and how to invest like a pro. November 30th at the B&O Rail Museum. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're so excited today. We've got this great conversation with, with Johnny Price of WeFunder. And uh, so I'm thrilled to have you back. Uh, Johnny, you know, you and WeFunder have done amazing things. And uh, I love that you have done this in the context of a benefit corporation with a desire to see uh, your business help the world. Uh, that's what we're all about at the Super Crowd and at, the, at Superpowers for Good. And I, I really admire what you're doing. What do you see as your superpower that is enabling all of your success? Yeah, thank you for the kind words, by the way. It means a lot uh, coming from you and right back at you. Um, it's just incredibly positive, uplifting, optimistic uh, kind of, you know, content that you're creating and the kind of movement that you're building here. Um, so thank you as well. Um, I think that I, I would actually kind of echo some of those words I just used. I think I, I would say my superpower, my Slack kind of bio, uh, which is kind of, quasi-cultivated and is 
I think been my psych bio maybe since I joined Weave Under is relentless positive energy. Um, and I think that's, uh, I would say, I think I, you know, have a, a lot of strengths, uh, I, a, a lot more, you know, dire weaknesses. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in terms of if I was to pick one superpower, it will be that. And so I, I'm just like um, extremely optimistic and positive, like to a, to a huge fault. <laughs> Everyone's greatest strength is probably also their greatest weakness, right? So I'm kind of too naive and, you know, too rose-tinted oftentimes. But I, my team will refer to me as uh, Ted Lasso. Um, so that's a, a photo of Ted Lasso is also my Slack photo. Um, so I'm clearly just like articulating my superpower through Slack, uh, through my Slack profile. But yeah, I, I have that kind of Ted Lasso, like, you know, positivity and optimism. And then I think like relentless energy. I, I think I have a lot of grit. So I can just like be in a very, very hard situation, still find the the uh, optimistic angle and also just like keep uh, hustling very hard and keep grinding away for multiple years, like without any risk of um, burning out, which like in a startup environment and in a, in a place where you're trying to, you know, disrupt kind of an established industry and, you know, kind of really change uh, how businesses are raising capital and how investors are investing in startups. Um, you know, it is going to take a lot of patience. Um, it's going to be a very long-term kind of thing. Uh, and so, yeah, having that kind of tenacity, resilience, like kind of relentless, like grit, I would say is that's, that's probably my biggest strength, I would say. Well, that, that is, uh, that relentless positive energy. What a great superpower. What a great superpower. I'm a little <laughs> jealous. I like to think I have. You seem to have. Hey, you seem to have that as well, man. So you well, don't need to be I, I aspire to that. I aspire to that, but you know, I stumble and fall. Uh, but let, let's let's dig down. I wonder if you could share a story. Can you think of a story when you used that relentless positive energy to overcome a challenge in your life or career? Honestly, I think like the last five and a half years that we funded, right? It's like. All startups are a roller coaster, especially when you're you're doing a hard thing um, and when you're kind of disrupting an industry. And so, you know, I've been like on a lot of phone calls with entrepreneurs, you know, VCs, angel investors, you know, e entrepreneurial kind of ecosystem builders, you know, people like you, like hundreds and hundreds of calls every month um, for five and a half years. Um, and I think a lot of people would just kind of get get burned out by that, or um, you know, uh, it's just it's just kind of hard, like the startup grind, right? Uh, and so, but yeah, I'm like more optimistic and positive about WeFunder and the direction we're heading in in the future of this industry than I've ever been. Um, and I feel like I have more energy uh, now than I've ever had um, five and a half years in. So I think this this experience of WeFunder is probably and and like I have three young kids as well, so <laughs> kind of like trying to bring the energy we want and also be a dad of a seven year old, a five year old, and three year old. Um, that's been that's been hard, you know, with a one year old, a two year old. Like she's our youngest is now three, so I feel like on the home front things are getting a little bit easier. But um, yeah, combination of uh, you know the we fund a startup and three uh, children uh, who are also startups, startup people. <laughs> that's probably the best example from my personal life for the last five years. 
that you know those are great challenges great challenges and the, it's fun to see the great progress and i'm sure you see it with your kids uh i i know i remember as my son was growing uh you know i enjoyed him more every every day as he became more and more capable right up until high school and you know we could have true you know human to human uh connection yeah. um let's chat though um if there are a lot of people who want they're like me right they want to have relentless positive energy uh but it it's hard you know sometimes sometimes things things are tough right that's the reality we face challenges that are difficult how would you coach someone to find that relentless energy at those moments when it's most needed right when it's the biggest challenges the most difficult moments what do you tell people to do yeah that's a really good question that I, I haven't really thought of before i do think with me i feel like a lot of it is like i don't know if it's like dna but it, maybe it's just like upbringing um my sister i think also has the same thing so some somehow my, my parents did uh did something right um but yeah uh i think so for me i don't really need to think about it it just kind of comes naturally um two things come to mind from a coaching perspective i think like because the key right is like whatever situation you're in i'm in a situation today some some stuff is going on you're in a situation today everyone watching is like going through some stuff right there's some good things in their life there's some bad things in their life there's some easy things there's some hard things everyone like has a situation that they're in and you can there's one way of looking at it where it's glass half full one way is looking at it with glass half empty and if you're looking at it in terms of glass half empty then you're going to have a negative energy right and if you can somehow see see like see the 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 positivity and the optimism the glass half full then you're going to have that positive energy right so that's easy to say, right? And luckily for me, I kind of see things as glass half full all the time, sometimes to a fault. But I don't know how you kind of shift that mindset. Um, I wonder if there's something around gratitude, like, you know, maybe a practice of journal journaling. I don't do this. So this is kind of an abstract uh, recommendation here. But yeah, maybe just something around like, you know, daily practice of like journaling or kind of reflecting on what you're grateful for the positives in your situation may help you to kind of see your world in that more positive light the other thing maybe a, a slightly more i don't know uh down to earth suggestion maybe from in a professional context like this could probably apply in a personal situation as well this concept of zone of genius i heard this uh, founder coach matt motory on logan bartlett's um podcast a couple of uh, months back i would definitely recommend listening to this content it's one of the best hours of content i've ever heard um outside of superpass for good but um so matt motri this uh, founder coach was saying you know when he talks to brian armstrong at coinbase or you know navar ravikant at angelist or what who, he has all these like incredible like founders that he coaches he tries to get them to focus on their zone of genius so normally as a ceo you think oh i have to go and talk to wall street or i have to behave in a certain way or spend my time doing certain things and he tries to get them to think what are you amazing at what is your superpower he frames it as zone of genius the more time you can spend doing that thing that you love and you are incredibly good at that will mean you're more successful in your job which is like good for your company and and that will also mean that you are happier um 
and that will kind of cascade to the people around you and will probably have a lot of kind of positive knock-on benefits. So, so the idea is like if, if there's like a bunch of different things that you could be doing in your role at work, maybe this applies at home as well, spend more and more of your time on the ones that you love doing and you're really good at doing. Um, and I think that will just naturally, you know, make you happier, put you in a better frame of mind. And also, I mean, you're, you're achieving better results as well. That's the best I've got, but it's a great question. I haven't really thought of it before off yeah. the fl- off the top of my head. That's those are the two, two best things I've got. Well, that's a great, great uh, way to wrap up here. We, we've got just a few seconds before we wrap up. Why don't you take us through the best way to, to start at WeFunder, whether you're an investor or an entrepreneur? Yeah, obviously, we're on a mission to, to get you know, millions and millions of people investing in startups they love and founders they believe in. So if you go to wefunder.com, there's a link at the top where you can just browse through startups. Um, and you know, if there's a cause you care about, maybe a company in your neighborhood uh, that's raising capital, you can check them out, you know, watch the video, read the pitch deck. And if you like what you see, you can become an angel investor um, in a startup for $100 in a couple of minutes and start on your angel investing journey. And yeah, if you're a founder that's looking Fantastic. to raise capital, we'd love to talk with you. Fantastic. Well, uh, thank you so much for being with us, Johnny. We wish you every success in the work you're doing. Thank you, man. You too. All righty. Let's do some good.